You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Preamble to there's a something? preamble to the uh, live from Los Angeles axe to grind at Brain Dead Studios set. I want to live in Los Angeles. <laughs> so first and foremost, shout out to you guys. Uh, you made the live performance very easy. <clears throat> it was smooth. It was great. Uh, thank you to Patrick. Thank you to Tom. Thank you to Bob for really being the figurehead for this whole thing, getting it all together with those folks on the other end. Oh, sure. Can I make Thank one snide comment? Of course. Please. Since now this is on the Patreon. Mm. Having spent five days in Los oh. Angeles. Yes, I wanted to talk about this. Yo, Patrick, if you if I ever hear you talk bad about New York again, <laughs> uh, I'm going to fucking smash it. I get the weather. New York City is a thousand times nicer than Los Angeles. Oh my God! Listen, you live in a fucking. I we we drove by when Vadim came to pick me up when we were driving around L.A. to get dinner. We drove by the 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 whatever it's called now, the Man's Theater, which is like down the block from your house. You live in Times Square. I'd rather fucking. It's true. Myself in the balls. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. (laughs) And everywhere, like where the Airbnb. Around there, I was like, not that great. Uh, they, the Airbnb was beautiful, but our, our like Airbnb everywhere was I, there was nowhere that we went in the course of five days that I was like, I totally live here. Not a fucking shot. So, so Tom, I wanted to. I, I was thinking about this. You may have just had the worst Los Angeles experience that could have been possible. Yeah, um, I, mean, I didn't get to a beach. I didn't get to like. No, I, yeah, know, I was in I L.A. These things weigh on me. So the nicest place that we went with you was probably when we went and had lunch with Mac and Brittany and Evan and Eric um, and obviously Andrew and Hans. Um, when we was went to the valley, that was in the valley. That was, that was probably valley. the nicest place you went. And uh, if you ask anyone, uh, Patrick, is the valley the nicest place in L.A.? Uh, no, no, the Valley no. is not. The, I mean, I, I might like it the best, but uh, if we went to the Hollywood Hills, Tom would be able to like, like, uh, yeah, stay. yeah, we should, we really, we didn't do Mohan dry. So this is what I wanted to get to. Uh, everybody on this podcast, everyone in the sound of my voice, uh, maybe has heard the song. I love LA by Randy Newman. Um, he mentioned some, some parts of LA. Uh, South Bay to the Valley. You went to the Valley. You didn't get to spend time in the South Bay. Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach, etc. From the west side to the east side. West side is on the other side of the 405. Didn't spend much time over there. East side is out by like uh, Echo Park, all the other stuff like Glendale, Pasadena. Didn't spend any time over there. Nope. Um, Century Boulevard, we were nowhere clear. 
close to it. Victory Boulevard, nowhere close to it. Santa Monica Boulevard, nowhere close to it. Nope. Sixth Street, nowhere near it. Uh, I did we see Slauson, and I saw a lot of places that I heard as a kid in rap yeah, songs. You were in the mix. You were in the mix. Um, I, mean, I saw so, the real LA, which is fine. But like, I just don't want anybody besmirching New York when you live in a place that's like the weather's a thousand times nicer, obviously. But like, I would go to say right now, New York's in better shape than Los Angeles. Uh, I mean, LA is. Mind you, I hadn't been to LA since 2002. Yeah. Last time I was there, we played the Roxy, which should tell you where my life was at the time. So, like, I had, when I go to California, it's like Orange County, San Diego, or the fucking desert. So, it was my first time in LA in a very long time. And I remember, I was assuming I was going to go and be like, fuck, I get it. Like, I'm going to have to add this to like an option to where I'd like to live if I ever leave New York. No, I'm going to say, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to condescend you to get points with my, uh, with my uh, West Coast brethren, which is you either get it or you don't, Tom. I guess I don't get it. I mean, you're also (laughs) from Albany, so anything's a step up, but like anything. Uh, (sighs) Look, LA is a, uh, at times dangerous, uh, decrepit, uh, uh, unhygienic, uh, and that was uh, the thing. I don't care about danger. I live. In, I mean, I've lived in. I lived in New York in the eighties. Mm. I ain't worried about danger. Hygienic. I'm like, yo, this the every street here is as dirty as the dirtiest street in New York. Yeah, it's 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 hepatitis town. It's it's not good. But we had a great time. Uh, you know, so live we recording, guys. Um, uh, Braindead Studios was awesome. The people who worked there were really kind to us. Yes. Uh, shout out to the over a hundred people who came to see three different podcasts, which were Overnight Drive, Quit Your Band While You Still Can, and and us. Um, it was super fun. Thank you to those dudes for doing the thing with us. Uh, thank you to all our friends who came out. Thank you to everybody who we didn't know coming out. That was the coolest thing. How many people we met there, how many people we had no idea who they were, and... Uh, it's just we had a fantastic time. Um, uh, thank you to Jeremy uh, who joined us, and that you'll get to hear it. Um, he was, he was awesome. an awesome guest. We've had him on the show before, but um, after doing this, I'm like, but probably haven't had him on enough. So we got to have him on again. Um, yo, it was it was really cool, and it somehow worked pretty well in the live setting, uh, which you know you, you never totally know. Like, uh, will it work live? And it did. It did so well in a way that uh, I feel like we have to do it again. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was weird. Like it was nerve wracking. Someone was like, "How are your nerves?" I'm like, "Fucking terrible." <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. You know, like, <laughs> you know, there's nothing worse than like try- making a joke and it going out like a fucking fart in church. Sure, sure. You and know, and maybe like, if you maybe if you like had a really loud fart on stage in church. In front of a, that, yeah. 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 But I mean, I think it went incredibly well. People were laughing. People were into it. People had good questions. Um, mm. I thought yeah. it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I would like. To, I would do that again mm-hmm. if we want. You know, Santa Fury will be back. If you want to, yeah, I, I back. think we're gonna have to do New York City so we can do the true LA versus New York comparison. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. we'll do LA. I mean, we'll do New York. We'll fucking sell it out. I mean, you name it. Hell yeah. Let's let's figure that out. Uh, obviously, we'll do it we like do- on a Broadway stage. 
<laughs> we get obviously we have uh, we have uh, carte blanche to do it up in Albany. I think the egg might have room for us in the fall. We'll see. You know, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it was very cool. That's uh, one of the first times as an adult that I've. Uh, that's the first time as an adult that I've quote unquote performed on stage. That was cool. Um, so, uh, Patrick, as a as a dude who performs on stage all the time, how was was that your first live podcast performance? It was, yeah. What did you think? Did it feel feel pretty natural? Yeah, um, I mean, I uh, I don't have uh, too many anxieties about being on a stage. Uh, no, well, and, and as someone who's saying this is my first, I don't have any anxiety about being on stage. No. It's cool. It's fine. So I, I'm I'm largely unbothered by everything. Uh, I thought it was a good time. Uh, uh, crowd didn't didn't just hand it to us. We had to we had to earn them, which I thought was fun. You know, that's uh, true. That was cool. That was a fun kind of unexpected twist. They did respond to us pretty well once we got them. We got them warmed up. It, it, it was nice kind of interactivity. Yeah, uh, but I, I had a very good time. I thought it was like a. Uh, you know, you just get like a room full of people that uh, are like-minded and there's just, you know, a good time, uh, casual chat. When you got Jeremy there, it's like, it, it's a person that I like talking to anyway. You know what I mean? So and he's part cool. of our crew. Like it makes, yeah. you know, he knows what's oh, yeah. up. Like, yeah, we didn't have to worry about him like, uh, like seizing him up not or knowing the vibe. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He was so good. Um, well, so so that was that was a huge part of the trip for all three of us. But another part of the trip for all three of us was we, uh, real world style, lived in a house with a bunch of people uh, for true story for a few days. Uh, behind the scenes, what were your favorite moments of that? Uh, there was a moment I'll share that I won't share the the language because it wasn't fit for air, but. Uh, <clears throat> Two of our guests, Andrew and Hans. Uh, so, so the house, the stable cast of the house was Andrew, Hans, Patrick, Tom, myself. Uh, Knox, our buddy Knox, stayed most of the time. He was he left Saturday night. Um, I left Sunday a.m. very early. Um, and everybody else kind of Andrew left Saturday some point during the day. Uh, Patrick left Saturday early evening, I think, or late evening. You know. Um, but that was the stable cast. We had a few others. Andy stayed with us one of the nights. But the first night um, that you know Patrick shows up uh, after some weird you know tra- travels along around LA, getting a burner phone and such. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, here's your room. You know, the 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 Pat, Hans and Andrew, they're like down the hall in the room together. And Patrick just said, yeah, you know what they're doing in there. And you know, we we knew that they were doing in there. So. Uh, that was the funniest moment the entire weekend. Thank you, Patrick. You made me laugh out loud. Uh, so good job. Um, what was the house experience for you guys? Uh, there was the only furniture was a couch and a uh, unused beer pong table. So uh, it's, I mean, it chairs was, that literally felt like they were pre broke for for like yes. comedy's sake. Yes, pre broke. <laughs> That's true. They were. Uh, I just realized we didn't talk about God's hate either on the regular episode. Oh, did we'll we give not? them their own. We'll give them their own like uh, special like thing on the episode after. I didn't even do that on purpose, but we were go- talking about going back and forth, and I fuck. Yo, that's kayfabe. This is this is a starting a fake feud between you and Brody King. 
because we're gonna. And we're he's a very large AEW. human. Yeah, we're breaking uh, you into AEW. We can get you. I don't, I don't want to get broken into. <laughs> I don't get broken you know what's kind of impressive into. though? Like they were the most memed of the. That him stage diving like Jimmy the Supervised Slicker was incredible. Yeah, it's good. Also, they said someone said a fireworks there in the set that like went in time with like Colin's snare hit. Oh, that's wow. good. The band didn't do it. Someone in the crowd did it, and then people got a little freaked out, which I get. Because it's like you're in five thousand people, and you're like, "Oh, cool! Everyone shoots each other now." Mm. Yeah, that's not great. So, not great, you know. Um, but we forgot to tell that was not intentional. Um, or was it? So, Pat, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, I'll probably see all of them before any. Well, Pat might see him, but um, no, yeah, I, so I infinite that, love to all those guys. Oh yeah, of course. Pat uh, likes to put on offensive stuff on YouTube and then just leave. <laughs> it's only offensive. Like, hey, you want to see people to be offended? Like, hey, here, look, heroes. You know, like, oh, I'm trying to eat like a burrito, and there's like people shooting up. Didn't want to see that. A lot of stuff with with sex workers that Pat would just put on and then leave. Um, <laughs> other actually, weird. Tom, Wait a second. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> actually, Tom. Though that is uh, L.A. tourist stuff because that yeah. is people that That's drive true. the Figueroa uh, neighborhood. You uh, we were near that neighborhood, actually. Yes, that was. It was that, a dude creeping on sex workers. That's what it was. Well, technically, no. that's technically well, technically that's what it is. But it's uh, it, it, it's sold as like a. Uh, it's not like he's like jumping out of bushes or no shit. It's it's no. He's, he it's, drives it's around. Slice of life. It's slice oh, of life. Uh, and more than that, it is very specifically LA shit. And that yeah. is what I wanted to share. And then, yeah, Pat's like, here's some LA shit. I'm going to get out of here. And then um, what else did I notice? Uh, I woke up to Knox and Hans just listening, to, like blasting mid eighties metal uh, oh, live yeah. shows on YouTube. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like Grim Reaper and shit. Yeah. There was a, and, there was an extended Grim Reaper. We watched a whole Grim Reaper set. Um, where yeah, the dude was wearing like, what looked like a starch new, like maybe ironed Minnesota twin shirt. Uh, well, then we figured out because it was in Minnesota, like in '87, yep. so it was like right after they won the World Series. Oh, so yeah. So he, they were definitely they were, they were kind of not a Minnesota yeah. band. Yeah, they were playing up, you know. And then, I was driving down I '87, Albany, <laughs> <laughs> and then they were. So I guess they they. Whatever they had to do, Grubhub or Uber Eats or whatever, a bunch yep. of beer, Hans <laughs> and Knox. Yeah, and I left to go see Julian Baker at the Greek, and I came back hours later, probably yep. three hours later. To Hans was gone. Pat took Hans's spot, but Knox was in the same yes. seat, oh, and yeah. dramatically more more intoxicated. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So I got back to that. So that was pretty funny, and he would he would yell at me about certain things. And then, um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think what else was there like super Tom, funny. Tom, oh, dude, who's, who's yeah, go ahead. Well, I mean, I was sitting at the the, the you know quote unquote kitchen table. Everyone was gone, and uh, oh no, it was it was a Sunday. It was before, but not everyone was gone. So Most I ordered bagel, bagel and coffee. I'm sitting there in, a, in my like shorts and a t-shirt, like dressed. And all of a sudden, the door opens. I go like, eh, like you know, and I look, and it's the cleaning lady. <laughs> and she's like, "Are you supposed to be out here already?" 
I go, no, it's tomorrow. She's like, are you sure? I go, no, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely sure. Yeah. And so like, I get up to like walk over, like to just show her like the reservation. Yes. She looked horrified. <laughs> I was like fully clothed. I was not like, I was in basketball shorts. It wasn't like. At, <laughs> sure, sure, you know. sure. And I was like, we're, yeah, we're here till whatever the fuck the Monday date was. And she's like, all right, I'm going to talk to my boss. And I was like, oh, yeah, feel free. But I'm like, but we're here till tomorrow. But like, so that was that was scary and interesting. Love it, Patrick. Highlight from the house because it was a uh, it was a notable fun time, especially with uh, when Evan and Eric were over. It felt like a uh, yeah. like a full on sitcom. Uh, I just like that there was like twenty five person family reunions taking place at the duplex uh, door next to us. Uh, so just like people partying hard, uh, having a good time, and meanwhile we're inside. Being like, <laughs> being like the YouTube about uh, Kensington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna watch a Kensington video followed by a uh, a, a Figueroa uh, sex workers video followed by uh, Fury of Five. No, no, no. There was a Biohazard block of an hour. Who knew that Biohazard had had an hour of fucking uh, music videos? But <laughs> and I was so trying people, to get a slice of home. There's people next door. Uh, and when I step outside, the guy that's outside from the duplex says, y'all lit in there. And I have to go, no, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're, we're we're watching uh, fucking max pen videos. Yeah. Decidedly not lit, but, uh, but we appreciate the, the, the shared energy through the wall. Um, all right. Well, yo, without further ado, um, thank you to everybody who came out. Uh, we look forward to doing it again, but everybody who was there, you were at the first, um, and you always remember your first. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Well, I think somebody took mine. We might need them. Wow. Yo. So there was a lot of conversation about our intro music. Yeah. So we were gonna, we were going to do some very like pandering West Coast style yeah. like. Uh, That's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> All Tom. Trying to please people, but uh, Return of the Mac was it at the end of the day. Welcome everybody. Uh, as this hold on, hold on. You got to do it the way we do it. You know, you come on. Don't don't fake the funk. I'm gonna be honest. I forgot how we do it. You don't. Uh, Are you serious? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome. What, uh, You've been out in the sun. <laughs> I've been out in the sun. He's a Pisces. Welcome, welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm, the. I, I, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And joining us today on fourth mic, is that mic a little low for you? The chode. Yeah, it's not, it's not doing good. Hi, I'm Jeremy. What's up, Jeremy? How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for ha- thank you for having me. Um, can we get him? A, can you take it off the mic? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Better. it's better. All right, uh, Andrew, how are we doing on the sound? Everything good? Fantastic. Okay. Uh, we had the long conversation. Do we do like the sponsor reads? Uh, we're not doing that. Tom was like, but if we could do the spell it out bit, but we don't. Why don't we do the spell it out bit anymore, guys? Because we bankrupted the labels. <laughs> yeah. So everybody. Thank you for the support. You yes. did actually bankrupt a couple labels because so many of you used the discount codes that we had to stop doing them. So Sorry, we didn't Sam, lose yeah. listenership when that stopped, but we, we got some terse DMs like, hey, bro, discount ain't working anymore. Yeah. Like, uh. but, 
so we put Triple B out of business. We're sorry. Yeah. In Zamp, but. Sorry for that hardcore. We're, yeah. we're sorry. So, um, yo, thank you guys for all being here. Thank you guys for being here. This is fun. Huh? This yeah. is nuts. So... We never had an ambition to do live shows necessarily. No. Uh, this one kind of fell in our lap. We'd been joking about doing them for a long time, yes. but you have no idea how they'll go, really, right? Like, so, so it's, uh, uh, you know, firstly, I've played a lot of stages where this is a good move, shining the light directly in my eyes, so I have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea how many they're, people they're, out there. Yeah, Full but, house, so thank you. So, yeah, so thank you. Uh, and... Uh, I don't know how many of you have like deeply uncomfortable parasocial relationships with us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. But, but yeah, thank you to you. I run into you sometimes on tour, and it is... Uh, Yo, what's your oh, weirdest one of those? What's the weirdest parasocial, like the one that you've expressed? Because I've spoken of mine with Chris Claremont, where he gave me the like, thanks. Uh, People, people that DM my girlfriend to talk about my life, but not oh, in like yeah. a not in like a uh, snitch like sort of like like I saw him at the movies, but like more like a, you know, Patrick does always do that, you know, yeah. and, 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 and my. So girl, this is your public plea. Please stop. Well, my girlfriend is not from this world, so she doesn't understand. She doesn't. Australia, un- it's still on the world. No, no, no. <laughs> Never been to the U.S. I just found this out like uh, like an hour ago. But she's not from hardcore, so she she oh, yeah. she doesn't understand things like wait. How is it that this person was together with this person and then was together with somebody else from your same scene yeah. across oh, the country? Oh, oh. And I, I say, well, slow down. I say, that's the, that's the basis for what we do here. You know, that's the underpinning, that's the connective tissue on all of it. So uh, Hans and Andrew talked about how uh, we, we had basically an extra grand episode last night, but we just didn't record. And yeah, that was, happens frequently. It was really the player haters ball is what it was. Yes, there was. Patrick got to live out his fantasies of that. But you guys are of the world, so like a bunch of dorks talking about hardcore for like several hours um, while watching YouTube videos is not like foreign. If Fiona was in the room. Mm. Uh, well, she... So the only hardcore, and this is going to stretch the definition for a lot of you, mm-hmm. but she had a teacher in high school who made the students listen to anal cunt and, wow. And, and, and that is her only point of reference. Of all yeah. the right. things. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, and then she met Patrick and was like, Fantas- oh, this is this, is this anal cunt. Oh, this, right. guy's, okay. this guy's right. sweet. Fantastic. So, You're a step up from Seth Putnam. Yeah. In Barely. The, oh, in the, definitely. Not, Barely. not vocally. But, no. it, 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 but, but uh, she does do a fun thing where she will, she will make up band names. Yeah. And when she hits one that's actually real, you know oh. what I mean? She'll, oh. be, she'll be like, she's so pleased. She's yeah. so happy. She'll be like, blood sport or or dying wish. I'll be like, dying wish is real. And That's she, real. And, and, she, and, 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 and so occasionally she'll, because even if we're talking about good bands on occasion, like many people enjoy dying wish. Sure. Uh, these are not highly. These are not highly original naming conventions that we have in this. Well, scene. no, I mean, right? Like a hardcore name, like the hardcore name generator. Like that's a funny joke, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's, like it's also too real, too real, yeah, yeah. too real. So I have a question for you guys. Welcome, thank you. Yes, We're gonna thank get you. into it. Um, my significant other from hardcore. She was in the Bane commercial, actually, which uh, uh, OG pretty Bane amazing. <laughs> OG. She's one of the the people who goes the lyrics. So she's in the real one, not the parody. Um, but she has often said, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, she's referred to hardcore as a hobby-level lifestyle. Okay, so I, while I don't disagree with her, if you've ever met a 40-year-old man who golfs, you'll realize that that's a real thing, like a hobby that is a life, right? Well, a hobby that, like, uh, 
overtakes a life. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish, yeah. Fishing. Hunting. Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that people... Comics. Com- comics yeah. can be, but Those typically be. you don't have a partner if you're into comics. That's right. Um, <laughs> what, what else is... Warhammer, craft beer. Warhammer miniatures. Uh, Fortnite. I see you. Fortnite. I hear you. Uh, Saddam, Saddam 518 is my username. We already went over this. Already went over. Uh, we, you're we already went through that because you were in the bathroom and everyone was yelling out your username. Oh, fair yeah. Okay. We try to get people for your guild. Ga- gamer, guild. Ga- gamers rise up. Uh, wait, I'm going to tell a very brief story. Oh, really? Oh, weird. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. So, yeah. yeah, Hans, we're planning the tour right now. So, we're doing so, it. Yeah, so my... my future stepson, who I live with, my girlfriend's child, is uh, into Fortnite, and he must have given my username away, and so he shows me these, he shows me these, firstly, he shows me these videos, right, of, uh, of Fortnite, and... You have no idea what being a parent is like until your child is showing you videos of video games, and yeah, it's yeah. just a yeah. dire, like, love, of like, no, no, watch this, I learned this from this, I'm like, yeah. have you done it in the game? No, 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 no. not yet. So... So he'll show me these videos, and there's one he found very funny, which was a professional Fortnite player, that's a real thing, yes. uh, is met with, with a voice chat from another player that says, hey, it's obviously a child, that says, hey, hey, I'll get you a win. And this is a guy who, like, you know, there's a, he kills, like, 15 people per match minimum. Right, right. And he's like, oh, will you? Will you? Okay. And he carries the kid the entire time, and that's the, that's the joke. And the kid is like, I got you the win. Not a day later, Thick Mode 3.0, a nine-year-old, and I played a game together, and this kid did the exact same thing. Carried you through to no, the no, W. No, 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 I carried him. Oh. But, 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 but he, but he Who was... Who believes that? But he was like, he was like I'm going to get you the win. He said, Are, oh, by the way, for those of you that don't play Fortnite, sorry, that's not the nature of this podcast. <laughs> Slowly but surely, we're pushing it there. For those of you that don't we're play gonna Fortnite... We're going to talk about tabletop games after this, if everybody's <laughs> right. ready. Yeah. For those of you that Contend! don't play Fortnite, there, right. is, there is a thing called a def- you are a default, a lowly pathetic default, which is where you don't have a new skin. You're not like a banana. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or You're like, a step or, over or, an or, NPC, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when people see you like that, they go, oh, are you new? So Thick Mode 3.0 thought I was new because I play as a lowly default because I refuse to pay for skins. And uh, uh, that's literally why the term exists, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, okay. So it's not like you're like defying anything. You're but just I had doing the, the thing. We played duos where he was going to carry me, and I had the best game of my life and carried him the entire time. And I just can I, everyone clap for Patrick yeah, yeah, W? Yeah, 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 Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. please clap, please clap, please, Mosh, please dance. Um, all right, and now we can talk about hardcore. Right, so the noob. Hardcore is a hobby level lifestyle. Tom and Jeremy, is hardcore a hobby level lifestyle? Yeah, I, I would tend to disagree. Why? Because I'm in Los Angeles talking about hardcore. That's true. Fucking 3,000 okay. miles away from my house. Mm. A hobby doesn't get me out here. Uh, I Jeremy's know. made a life out of being in a hardcore He's band. thinking about it hard, though. I he see is. it. <laughs> because I, mean, it I think, here's the problem. I think, you're, I think you're denigrating the term hobby. Yeah, that might be true. You might be low-rating hobby because you, you, there's a reflex where you want to go, no, 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 it's more than a hobby. It's, it's added a lot to my life. Yeah. But you more talk, than music, it's a way of life. But, yes. you t- but you talk to dudes into fly fishing, they'll tell you that's a zen experience. Oh, I you mean, I mean? You just your life has been built around hobby-level lifestyle, correct? Yeah, but it's also a tragedy. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Not, I'm saying it's a life for many. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like your whole life is a hobby. That, uh, I know. Right? Yeah, and it's a struggle. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Fair. Jeremy, take us somewhere. It gets tough because it's been said that punk rock stunts your growth. Mm. So that is an interesting part of it. But 
Um, Has punk rock stunted your growth? I'm a I'm almost forty and I feel like I'm twenty five. Yeah, I feel yeah, the same way, right? Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, sort of. But he doesn't act like a twenty five year old. But when you look at your when you look Tom, at your checking account, and you're like, huh? I have a twenty five year old's amount of money in my checking account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, and yeah, and not like a successful twenty five, not like a college educated, not like a techie. Year old. No, no, like a server at Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah, <laughs> I think you got to give him better credit than that. But you're not wrong. I'm speaking for myself. He works yes, at Chili's. Right. I, I, I'm the. <laughs> I, uh, I'm talking just about myself. Uh, yeah. Um, no, so here's the thing. Where's your life? So I was actually speaking with our, our friend Warner. I was talking about the first time I saw Touche and like how I'd known you for years before that, and I was yeah. like seeing you go into that role was amazing. And I was like, oh my god, this is like this is what this dude's supposed to do, right? Things fall apart in six months and you're done with it. What the hell are you doing with your life? Uh, working at the post office. I asked this question to Pat last night. And he goes, oh, uh, Jeremy would be like psyched to be a mailman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. Being a mailman's cool. Yeah, I love mail. Mail. <laughs> like you know how psyched you are when you get a record in the if mail. Any- you can bring that joy. If anyone in here has ever followed me on anything, I post so much about doing mail order. Yeah. I genuinely love it. Yeah. I genuinely love it. It's, it's my least favorite thing in the world. I think it's great if catharsis. You, if you put me in the back with headphones to just oh, sort mail, oh. fine. You're a bit like uh, uh, Ben Affleck in The Accountant. <laughs> yes, great. Like, yes. Take me there. You're a bit like that. Uh, also, but also just being a mail carrier seems nice, too. You're out on your own. You've got a route. Yeah. Although so spoken like a true question. Southern Californian, sure. because doing a, being a mail carrier in, in Albany would not be very. In fun. Cali, do you have do you get a, a little truck or are you walking down the street? Because New York. Oh, you, you get a truck. Oh no, New York, you get like a shitty little like wagon. Yeah, yeah no yeah, wagon, yeah. no they wagon. You have to bring into like yeah, yeah, yeah. apartment buildings, and then like it sucks. But if you have the like, and then you pull over, you can pull over on the side of the of the the, yeah. the you know you just drop the shit in, and you go boop, and you move like you know like. You move the flag. That seems terrible. But I mean, I feel like that's better than what we have to do in New York. That's tr- and they wear shorts at all weird times of year. <laughs> Everyone in New York, all the mailmen wear shorts in the winter. I'll say this, though. That's my bit, the whole mailman thing. Correct. Or mail carrier thing. I, that's my bit. And I do love the mail. Don't, I don't want to have that be misconstrued. That's not I a still, joke. The I still love great. the mail. Yeah. Um, but in an honest answer, I would probably find some sort of way to still work in music, Do music. Okay. whether it's label or right. whatever else. And you've dabbled, so you've done it. Tom. Yes. Uh, what would I be without hardcore? Have you ever considered anything else? Then other than hardcore? Other than punk No, I only like hardcore. And no, no, and, but just in a lifestyle. And PlayStation 4. That's all I like, yeah. Would your life be dramatically different in after your first, you know, uh, indecision, Millhouse, Silent Majority Tour, you go, all right, I'm done. And just step up. Oh, and walk I'd be like away. a fucking towny alcoholic. Yes. No, no, no. He could, he could afford. Where the, would? All right, bring, he could afford bring the us PlayStation somewhere. Five if he had quit that early. <laughs> yeah, I probably could afford it. Yeah, if I didn't waste all that money on that. You'd tour, be way I'd better be, at 2K. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the same. I mean, like taking punk into your like your real life. It's, I think it's fucking awesome. Like you really can do that. Like, and I bring that to my work and to like you know it, it gave me a an expanded you know reason to care for other human beings and, mm-hmm. and to kind of bring the punk rock ethos to like social work and stuff like that. I think it's, I wouldn't want to, I mean, I don't know if I'd do this. If I, I don't think I'd do the same work if it wasn't for punk and hardcore and learning what I learned. All right. So Patrick, Tom and Jeremy, <laughs> where would Patrick Kinlan be without punk and hardcore? What would his life be like? 
Work against Stuart. <laughs> 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 oh, no, 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 no. It's a little unkind. <laughs> Probably work at a co-op. Oh, would you be at, you would, yeah. That is your You'd be version like, yeah, of the mayo. So you didn't work your 10 hours this week yeah, for your co-op. Yeah. I think he would be yep. high-level mid-management at uh, Honest Weight, for sure. I, I'd say, hey, look, I hate to be the one to do this. No discount this month, Justine. You, 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 you didn't work your full. You didn't put in your full 10. Uh, would you be at the comic books? Would you be a comic yes. guy? Yes. Yeah, I probably would have started earlier, honestly. Uh, I spent a lot of time... Uh, would you own a store? Touring, no. No, no, no. Retailers are Worst terrible. idea that's, that's ever. Bad, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, Bless retailers, please order Antioch at your local comic shop. Yeah, please. Shop. Uh, do that for me, everybody. It's, it is legitimate. If um, you do that, it makes a palpable difference, so please do that. Um, Skip your Patreon next month. Go do that. Would don't I, do that. Uh, w- uh, here's my opinion what I would do. Um, probably stewards. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a nice life. You can make a nice life out of that. You know, it's a it's a living. Um, they are hiring. They're desperate right now. Constantly, Con- aggressive turnover. Hiring. Aggressive turnover. Yeah. <laughs> free buttered roll in the morning. Free ice cream cone in the evening. It's it's a, what can you want more? Yeah. Um, so I ask that question because I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, well, I really liked lacrosse, and I, I maybe I would have been a little better at basketball. And, and you'd be a good at lax coach. I would be a good lax coach. I'm yeah. a good basketball coach that's right true. now. So. Um, but the question of it, did it stunt, is tough. Because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of moving parts to that, right? Like, do I feel like I am more angry? I, did I deal with my anger better or worse than the average 40-year-old in my space? And I don't know the answer to that. And I don't know how I feel about that. And I don't know if, how, where are you guys on that? Do you think you deal with anger in a better way because of your experience with punk and hardcore. Because if I'm being honest, I don't know that our world really does a great job with that. I mean, to me, I think it's better because I've seen what happens in punk and hardcore and I've seen people get lit up and their channels changed. Sure. So if I'm the next time I'm on like a train and I go, fuck this guy, I'm going to be like, I've seen people get beat up and I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> okay. That's a good way to look at it. Okay. Silver lining. Yeah, I, I don't, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Uh, I don't know that I've ever correlated my anger levels. Sure. With, but I do get to yell into a microphone a few months out of the year. So that could probably yeah. help. That helps you? Okay. Yeah, sure. Tom, do you miss it? Do you miss being able to get the anger out? Where do you get it out now? That's at PS4. Oh, yeah, I yell at Pat. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that's true. If you only knew half the stuff that didn't go in microphone. That's I go. I, sometimes I go. I'm sorry, Pat. Can you? I, can you? You could delete that because it was a little hard on you. And I just. It just seems like an unedited, uh, unedited yes, podcast. Yes, that's correct. That's just, correct. Just, I just start pounding on the desk on the left. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, pounding, big arm gestures, the whole thing. Yeah, I just get a little upset. No, I mean, I, do I miss it? Yeah, a little bit. But but like uh, more so, does it, do you think it helped you regulate? Um, oh, absolutely, and, and it changed and, my and, life and, in, a, okay. in, a, in a profound way. Well, right, uh, but speaking specifically like in terms of anger. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Because yeah, you're a pretty angry guy. Is that right? No. Um, I think <laughs> I'm pretty right? even keel. I, uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I don't know about that either. I fall into that space. where uh, I'll say this about hardcore. It, it, uh, because it has the lowest barrier to entry of any type of art form. Correct. I was, I've been able to express myself since I was a child. So that's right. A- and I do think that for a lot of people, maybe malignant narcissists, that it is necessary to express yourself or you feel like if I'm not releasing music twice a year, I feel dead inside. Like I'm like, mm, I'm like crawling right. in my own skin and I'm, and when people are just like, you know, they're electricians, electricians or some shit, I'm like, 
You haven't put out any LPs this year? What the fuck? You don't know, you don't know the glory in installing a new system. You know what I mean? Like, damn. No, I mean, the shit that makes... Uh, I think this is why hardcore has been very bad for me, to be frank, because uh, while it's given me these outlets that has been totally uh, helpful to me in so many ways, it's also trained me that that's like a necessary part of life. Whereas I saw the kid from... Sorry, no disrespect. Uh, uh, Come on, play the game. Young Gov. Um, ben Cook. Ben, thank you. The kid who's older than you, or your age. No, he's, he's, he's my age, so, so on the young side. So We don't know how old Pat he is. Tw- he tweeted the other 48. day. 48. He tweeted the other day. I don't follow his tweets, but somehow it ended up on my feet. Whatever. He's, he said, my, my brother mm-hmm. uh, likes beer and basketball and grilling, and he, uh, and he works uh, like as an electrician, maybe exactly literally, uh, and his life seems so lit, right? There's something to that. Like, That's like dark moments, right? Like when you're like, damn, the stability of some shit like that. Yeah, uh, forget the stability. Just the wherewithal to understand that your impact on this world is, is negligible and to accept that and to, and to be a healthy-minded person about it is something that you're robbed of when you are able to express yourself in this way. Like, look. Like creation, like making things and putting that into the world well, is th- an art form. But th- th- sorry, we're going to get heavy now, everybody. We're heavy. It, it's, uh, when you get validated by even one person telling you that what you do, oh, you're a special little, you're a special little, la, la petite prance, you're, la, you're, you're a beautiful little shining star, Patrick, it's, it's bad for your mental health in a lot of ways. Jeremy, you're a malignant narcissist. Help me. Would you agree that, like, it's like the Rush song, Limelight? <laughs> what about the oh, Touche yeah. song, Limelight? They have no, a song. You lost the fucking... That, but the Rush song, Limelight. No. What was it like the very first time someone came up and was like, hey, touche, this is incredible? Oh, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. But I mean, I know what you're saying by saying like validation can be dangerous, for sure. Um, someone someone uh, tonight in the bathroom um, mentioned, Val- men- men- mentioned, mentioned my band before Touche, which is a very, right. uh, it's a very California thing. So that, was, that took me by surprise. And I apologize if you're out there because I didn't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I genuinely didn't. I was kind of just stunned by the entire right. uh, encounter. Um, but no, I, I get what you're saying because it makes you, if you hear enough of it, it can potentially make you feel dead to it at the same time too. And that's a really terrible thing. See, I, I will take that over. I try to get no rise out of it like, because if, if you do, I feel like it's a, it's a dangerous position where you then have to take the criticism with the same level. <laughs> oh, am I driving people out the door? People walking out the door. That's the sound man. I, I, feel like, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if you take the accolades, you got to take the criticisms, and yeah. both ultimately are kind of uh, not instructive. Sorry, this is getting deep, everybody. But like the, the uh, I just feel like there is a danger, and we've seen this. All right, let's. Well, do you think there's a danger? Do you think there's a danger that once you've had the taste, that there's a seek for it? Well, this is where I'm going to go. It's, okay. I'm going to go real blind item. We both know individuals who um, <laughs> yes cannot fill a 300 cap, but uh, maybe believe they are Led Zeppelin, and, and uh, how unhealthy a, a uh, psychological thing that is, because there is going to be somebody that it doesn't matter if you played in the shittiest fucking youth crew band in the Tulsa region. Somebody is going to come up to you and be like, I remember, I remember a straight punch. You know what I mean? And, 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 and for not, not for nothing. And we've this is talk, another one from the name game. We've talked about this. It's, there's something, you've seen this, and no disrespect to anybody that I'm talking directly about right now. Um, sometimes, 
sometimes bands chase reunion stuff or, or get back together, and people go, people used to say, oh, this is a cash grab, they're about the money. It's not about the money. It's almost never about the money. It's about a time in your life, sometimes it's about the money, but, <laughs> but it's about a time in your life where you felt validated by other people looking at you going, that's the man. It's, on, it's high school shit. There's a lot of bands in our scene that come back for high school reasons. Like they Why are, are you like, looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, the, so, no. The validation you're putting, like a, a, a fun, it's, a, it's an interesting blanket because I think it does encapsulate a lot of the reasons people would come back that you're kind of like just generalizing. You know, like there's a lot of these little moving parts, but it does boil down to wanting to have that, that feeling, that spur, that emotion that, the gener- that you don't get when you're in the cubicle shuffling papers down. Think about how many people's marriages dissolve because they connect with a, a classmate on Facebook. Happens all the time, right? right. Now, you're all too young to know, what Facebook, to, to know what Facebook is, but they reconnect with somebody that they went to high school with because high school is the last time that they felt oh, like freak. they didn't have, yeah, they didn't have yeah. the bullshit on yeah, their backs. Right. And then for a lot of dudes in bands and women in bands and whoever in bands, there is an impulse to be like, Remember when Straight Punch was lit as fuck? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And, and then you end up going back to this thing that turns out to be like quite tragic because a man can't stay in the same river twice. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Did you just make that up? And you're like, I made that up. Copyright, Patrick Kinlan. Did not man make can't stand in the same river twice? I've done that. Yeah. No, you can't because the water and the man are different. That's correct. That's that, and it is a sound. All right, Plato, relax. Can we get on? Right. So, 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 so we talked a little bit about this and the idea of validation and punk. So, so the consensus is we're we're creating a ruling: no punk does not stunt growth. Asterisk, maybe it does. Pat doesn't want anything like that. As we sit in front of a bunch of people having a conversation, this is what you, we're doing. This right now. No, I'm. You're si- looking for validation right now. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm sick. I'm, I'm saying you're malignant. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, malignant narcissism. It occupies it's a dark cloud. It's, uh, <laughs> you better what, what, not fall. What do they call that? The dark triad. It's it's rocking. You know what I mean? It's not it's not good. Um, so I think it does stunt growth, but I also think that we should be fair. As much as it stunts growth, so does a billion other things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Star Trek conventions are not advancing growth. We don't even growth. need to get to that. Oh, no. Sometimes I'm being not trying a, to pick on Star Trek. I like Star Trek. S- but sometimes being a handsome stunts growth. Sometimes uh, mm-hmm. being a furry. Ha- being a fur- but we're going all directions now. Sometimes having uh, uh, both parents can stunt your growth. Sometimes having one parent. can What stunt about if you growth. have two different color eyes? Max Scherzer. Heterochromative. Yes, you, 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 you're fucked up. So the, the, the uh, there's a lot. Almost anything can stunt the growth because there's a million different flavors of people, and sometimes people just stunt it. So if someone put a 12-pack of Coors Light on this table, okay. the four of us uh, approaching 40 or beyond, gentlemen, uh, as we leave the table, it would still be uh, 12 full cans of beer. Correct. Is there a world where straight edge is not good and is not good past a certain point? Because my argument has always been, I've said this to many people, I'm like, look, I really felt there was a positive and there was an edge to this whole thing of uh, like an advantage of when I was a kid, like, like teen, true teen, where I was like, yo, this kept me away from some bad stuff. And, and we've had conversations like this before and we've had dudes who went and got sober well in, later into life and I'm like, yo, that's so cool. And, and they, they used straight edge as kind of motivation. I was like, that's cool. But uh, we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago about California and we were talking about abolition and uh, how there was a, a straight edge comp that abolition put out that came with a zine that had the saddest, darkest stories about how straight edge fucked up their adult lives. 
And, and it got me thinking about that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I largely think it's positive and been good in my life. But there's certain situations where I've seen, that, like, man, I, I, I think if I drank a beer with that guy, I would have closed a, a pretty sizable sale for my corporate job. Like, what, what the fuck? So uh, the question here, has straight edge stunted your life or is there any negatives to it? Uh, I'm, I'm sure we've discussed. The negatives are that there's a social... There's a, a social lubricant. Yes, right. And, and You don't know how to talk to people. And you're missing out on a part of your life that some people consider significant, right? So like college years and post-college years, high school, whatever. Like a part where that's a big part of the socialization. So I would say in that respect, you're at least technically stunted, yeah. Uh, as an adult, I don't know. No, disres- no disrespect. This is a serious topic. Everybody out here is dying. I'm not playing any games. Like, seriously, people are just dying. And that, that, again, like, all the respect in the world to people that have passed. But, like, it, it is too fucking dangerous. It's too dangerous out here. Like, you should all be straight edge. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not now, you, sh- you should be. You know what I mean? Because... Well, you missed Millet and he's Pat outside this talking is, about weed. We've done over 300 episodes, and it's all been leading to the moment where Patrick could say, if you're not now... You, you never should, were. Yeah, you yeah, should, yeah. No, you should be. And... and Pat was blaming bands breaking up because of marijuana. It was like, yeah. it was reefer madness. It was in 2022. I, I, I think weed. Is, I'm gonna go. I on. hope this is front page of some. I'm gonna go on somewhere. record. Weed is a, is an evil. It's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, George Bush. No, uh, listen, Jeremy, uh, you're a man I've known a very long time, and I've never heard you talk about this. Oh boy. Um, no pressure. <laughs> This will be fun because I'm going to go a different direction. Please. Do you guys care about Straight Edge? No. Weirdly, I know this is a shocking revelation for people. Yeah. In what capacity, though? Like, in the, in the capacity that if you asked me, has there been any single thing that has benefited your life most? I would say Straight Edge has. I sure. I, I get that. I, are you more so about like, the bum that, like, I can't no, believe fucking Jeremy broke? No, well, no, I don't mean that. I mean, like, uh, and I'm straight edge. Yes, uh, that's right. The, the like... The trappings if, of it. If you, if you heard a brand new band singing a straight edge song, are you like, fuck yeah. The cynicism is deep in me. Uh, okay. you, know what, no, <laughs> so, you know what? You did. You love Dare. I did, uh, Dare hit me. Uh, okay. Dare, you love Dare, and Dare, they straight Dare, edge anthems. Dare delivers, like, a fun type of, like, very recognizable... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Straight yeah. Yeah. Just fucking. But fun. when you hear a forty-eight-year-old doing a youth crew anthem, you're not that into it. So, and I have nothing wrong with a young band being a straight edge. Of band. course, I think not. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what I'm getting at is like, I don't think about it. Correct. And and I've and I've jokingly been making the commentary for a long time that I'm only still straight edge because I'm lazy. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to have to learn. About weed? No, <laughs> I don't want to. Is, that, is there a more embar- is there a more embarrassing experience than thinking about being a forty year old man, like learning, like, Dude, hello, I, sir, I'd like to buy some weed from you. Yeah. How do Dude, I do this? Who's teaching me that? Me Why would you? Could you imagine me being in the van and like having Clayton teaching me about weed? Like that's the mo- I can't imagine anything more embarrassing or like. Yes. Or drinking, it's like, my joke has been like, I just got into jazz. I don't have time (laughs) to like... One cool thing at a time, everyone, please. And on another side, a thing that keeps me straight edge, not that it's like, I'm fucking, no, I'm about to break, is like, how much money have we saved on dinner? (laughs) How much money have we saved on dinner? That's the part when I say, where I'm like, yo, I have to say I don't care. When I'm like, you know what's cool? 
my meal was only like we, we went <laughs> out for dinner bucks. and it was yeah my, we went out for dinner and it was just us and it was like seventy dollars. That couple sitting next to us had a couple bottles of wine. They were like one seventy. Wow, yeah. that's 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 showing a pretty adult level. Of I, I don't care. As an adult, I just never want to use the word nebulizer for anything except for like a gag. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, ne- I never want to be talking about like oh this what's what is it the volcano? How many of you smoke weed? I know you fucking smoke weed. What, the, the, the volcano. The, go Have you ever? What seen is it? The volcano. The volcano is this. Div- Device, whatever. It's like, what do you call vacant like a blooming weed? onion? No, listen. It's like we we've now we've now evolved where we went from three old white dudes explaining memes to three to four, straight four sober dudes explaining the volcano of weed. Listen, have you ever sat in a room with somebody doing dabs? You'll be more straight edge when you walk out. That's true. You That's know true. what I mean? Like, like. So th- I was tempted to go there, but there are those times. Maybe you're on the road or something, and then someone in one of the bands gets like, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I call it um, kiss, uh, punch, or puke drunk, where oh. you can't tell if they're going to kiss you, punch you, or puke on you. No, thanks. When I see that look in someone, I'm like... That's why. You go, oh, my personal space I've is never, about to get violated. <laughs> Tom, like, one way or another. Never Tom, done get this. in here. Tell, do you care about straight edge? I do. Okay, in what way? Because we, we're clarifying. P- Patrick's full on. If you're not now, you never were. I can't believe <laughs> you mel- if Pat's you're not now, you should be. Jeremy's over there saying, hey, I saved a bunch of money on dinner. I'm here like, yeah, cosign. We, we getting discounts on our Geico or something too? Uh, where are you? Um, no, I, I think it's a hugely important part of my life. I don't think it's not at the forefront. Okay. Because like Jeremy said, like you do it all the time. It's just second nature. It's not. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, oh, shit, I'm straight edge. I can't have that one. Like, it's not like, you know. But I think it's it's... It's probably kept me out of trouble. I look at it like not kicking a baby. You never think about not kicking a baby. It's well, just how you conduct yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you been on a sidewalk in New York City? Sometimes you want to kick a baby. I was just on a plane. I, that, actually, it's a good point. Good point. I you thought know, about kicking a baby. Right, well, you're trying to get to the right. They're on the right. You I thought about kicking a baby. Maybe punt one. You know. But but the point is that it's 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 axiomatic. It's it's uh, it's a given. Yeah. I mean, and do I get bummed like a, like a older folk that like break like it's like you're 42 and you'd started. Hearing the words "break edge" like is like really like weird to me at this oh age. God. Does that bum you like, out a little bit? No, no, no. no, no. It, it makes me like, oh man. I, it, well, so I mean, CM Punk has ruined that for everybody, right? Yeah. Like that's straight edge is ruined. I only get Punk. bummed when it's weed. How about this? this Why are you so anti-weed? I just weed is. This will be fun. Weed is wrong. If you were to, <laughs> if you were to break, okay, what would you do? Mushrooms. Uh, erectile pills, literally anything. <laughs> Rhino horn, or whatever. The fuck yeah, yeah. Literally anything but weed. Yeah, like anything, anything. If people but, like, if but people, like, this is fun for me. Who's the guy who shot uh, uh, Batman's uh, parents? Joe Chill. Is that? Uh, is <laughs> yes. So Joe Ch- Joe Chill pops out of the alley and says. Listen, kid. You Wait, is that Snoopy? You can either no. That's uh, that, that's Joe Cool, aka Joe Montana. So all right, Joe Chill. Joe, Joe Chill, Chill got the gun on you. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm Joe Chill. Okay, I'm in the I'm in the alley. You, know what I mean? you need to do a drug, I, not weed. I, 
<laughs> and I, I, I got every drug. I go anything but weed. Anything but weed. Anything. And what do you give me? I'm giving you a needle. Crocodile that eats uh, most it of don't, It don't got weed in that needle, does it? So Patrick's answer is heroin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Bob? Cocaine. No question. Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah. Clean. Easy. Up the nose. Done. Interesting. Easy. Quick. Everybody talk to me after the show. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so, so we talked about straight edge, blah, 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 whatever. Um, we got that way. This was an exercise to hopefully inform you. There were recent conversations. This is where we're fucking, uh, uh, who's the? Stunted. Who's the cop, cops, the TV show, the host? Joe Walsh? Joe Walsh. No, isn't that the guy from the Eagles? Yeah. <laughs> we're Joe Walsh. Eric from the, we're Joe Walsh from the Eagles. Joe Walsh. John Walsh. We're Joe Walsh from the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're performing in uh, in the city from the from the uh, soundtrack. This next of, one's Hotel California. No, do not talk about shit like Straight Edge on social media. If you engage in that, you're fucking part of the problem. Don't talk about that shit. It should be fucking Fight Club on the internet. Don't do it. It's so that that's driving me straight to cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, and crowd killing is going to make Bob... We're going to have Bob in a fucking it should, detox. And it should so I have absolutely one be for you and not it. anybody else. That's it. That's like the biggest thing. 100%. I Unless have one you're animated yeah. gif. If I see conversations about crowd killing uh, or moshing in this like, well, let's talk about this. Why? Jerry Seinfeld, hands up. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um... We got a bunch of time, so we're going to hang. We're going to have to ask. We do want to see if you guys have any questions or want to talk. We do a bunch of Q&As usually, and that's cool, uh, online. But you're actually here in person. So do we have any questions from the audience? I cannot see you, so just shout out. You could literally say anything you want, and no one's going to be able to tell yeah. me. Uh, overrated. Uh, the the album's too long. It's pretty good. That Running Up the Hill song should be half the length, and it'd be a really good song. Catchy. Next. Wow. It's bold. I feel like this is a... Yo, Kate Bush is like this really cool thing that people... Like, I think... Like, I knew a million people... The only person I knew who actually likes them is Hans, and that likes them. Likes Kate Bush. So, go ahead. Mary from Self Defense Family flew to the Kate... The only, like, live performance that Kate Bush has done in the last, like, Mm -hmm. however many years was this, like three nights of at like one of these major UK stadium sort of things or maybe theater where it was like community mo- theater or a stadium no no so, it, what, it somewhere like, in between there was like a whole theater element oh. to it where like, yeah, it was like mm-hmm. there was like costumes and puppets and she she flew out there and did like two nights at great expense she's like a die hard Kate Bush fan alright Kate Bush has tracks tracks Amy Mann or Kate Bush Amy Mann not close to Amy yeah, Mann yeah, yeah, Amy, Amy, alright next 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 question let's go do we have anyone that would like to talk about hardcore music? <laughs> or Fortnite? Heartbroken. All right, so, so what do you want? Do you want our bit answer or the real answer? Well, is it a psyop? Yes, Confirmed. Yes. Confirmed psyop. Yes. Um, it is a tragedy the likes of which we haven't seen for about 21 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I know. I lost I did a the tooth. Math. That's fucked up, man. I lost a tooth in a Choco Taco as a child. <laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's, let's do the actual real answer now. Tom, when's the last time you ate a Choco Taco? I mean, as someone who looks like he probably eats a lot, not, not recently. No. Jeremy, when's la- when did you lose that tooth in a Choco Taco, and have you eaten one since? 
yes. Um, we have I, an I, actual I, Choco Taco was, fan on I was the stage. Probably, yes. I was probably like seven, and uh, I ate the tooth, too. Oh, wow. Was, wow. All right. Been it's there. good for you. Gone. Good. Gone. But, uh, Perseverance. I bring up Clayton. Oh. I bring up Clayton again. Uh, yes. Clayton used Clayton. to have a thing on tour where he said, if he goes into a gas station and they have a Choco Taco, he's going to buy it. Bless up. Um, I have not eaten a Choco Taco since like 2006. Patrick, the consistency of the shell is special. I'll be frank. I don't even know where they sell Choco Tacos. No, Fuck you. You definitely... There's, there's literally no chance that you've eaten a Choco Taco since the 90s. I don't think I ever have in my life. That's, That's oh. for sure. What about a bootleg Stewart's version of a Choco Taco? I, mean, <laughs> I would l- rather eat that. If you're ever at a Stewart's, their ice cream is pretty good. Um, so that's the Chago Taco oh story. Uh, Chago Taco, never forget. Mm. Memorial's I, I coming smell soon. smell it. I do. Uh, do we have any other questions? Where do you get your ideas from? <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other Thanks, questions? Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. Fortnite. Uh, Oh, oh question. great question. We spent three hours talking about this last yeah. night. Uh, okay, so, so really? let's, talk re- let's talk really frank. Um, <laughs> th- th- so, so Drain is a special band, but are they a headliner? That's the yes. real question, right? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Is Drain a good headliner? Yes. Correct okay. answer. So that is yes. the correct answer, but what is also like a fact that I think Drain is aware of is that this is, and uh, this is Hardcore has done this for a number of bands too, and Sound of Fury has done this for a number of bands. Many bands. Somebody is a headliner in the fact that they are prepared to be one, but they are not an established headliner yet. The right festival making them a headliner is then followed by every other. Like Drain will be a, a proper hold on, headliner hold on. after this. Let, weekend. Let's let's pause. So you guys get the experience of what it's like when when I ask questions sometimes on Axe or Grind. Patrick, are you saying the like star of the show, the steal the show band is the headliner oh, wait, wait, on Saturday. Really going on? Is that wait, wait? Oh, you're just getting to an answer in long form. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not. That's where we go. Go, wait, wait, go wait. and chalk. I want everybody to tell me if I'm wrong. Is it? Am I saying anything that's untrue? Drain, who is a really great band, yes. is now going to walk out of this. That's 100. percent Yes. First, go ahead. Firstly, respectfully, respectfully to shit people don't like to talk about. Worth twice as much after this weekend. Sure, sure, okay. no question. They will. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are going to be talked about by normies after this weekend. Oh, that's a good question. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. They're so much fun. Uh, well, they here's, are. here's what it is. The visual from this weekend will be that's so right. impressive. We'll be lit. It'll it's going to be, be a fucking right. Cupid doll with a, with a shark thing. 100%. And there will be, like, Barstool Sports is going to be like, yeah, what is this Cupid doll shark? And, uh, and there will be normies that are drawn to this thing because it is a fucking spectacle. I am very excited for Drain. Because I agree with that. They are, they are ready to be a... Headliner, You're headliner. saying they're gonna they steal the show by be being headliner by earning it. They're going straight. to earn okay. it this weekend. Right, it's going it. to be sick. Tom. Yeah, I, I was gonna say Pat, but I'm not gonna say that. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping for Mind Force. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they All might right. steal it. Um, I think there's a lot of looking at that lineup. There's so many bands. Like, there's nothing to skip. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I don't. I don't know how to talk into a microphone. It's okay. It's all right. You're doing good. Um, <laughs> Pat's right. I'm sorry, Pat. You're, You're so. Yeah. No. So Stop. The, Don't uh, encourage Don't him. Don't encourage him. Oh, my God. So uh, what I think the... Um, I think Spy is going to do really well. Um, You're actually the new singer of Spy right now. Thank you very much. Um, I think uh, Gulch is going to be a spectacle that I can't wait to see. Um, and I think... Um, you sound great right now. I'm t- I'm, now is good. You sound perfect. Now? What about now? No, 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 what about no. now? Oh, now? Oh, God. Here? Um, I'm very excited to see Pity Sex. 
Yeah, pity sex. Um, well, it's a sick lineup, but I think. I think people are going to be who haven't seen it yet. Pillars of Ivory, you're going to really enjoy it. I think it's going to be really oh, yeah. fun. Like, that's yeah. a great answer, Jeremy. What about you? What do you What do you think could steal the show? Um, well, I want to first say I I want to just as it's everybody realizes it, but it's awesome that Sound of Fury is like so many just current bands. Yes. Yeah, and that's special because we don't see that often. So even every time I looked at the lineup, I'm just like, it's sick that it's like just yep. mostly current bands. Um, I'm going to go a different direction. Uh, I'm going to say I feel like there's a lot of love and hype for that band Koyo, if I'm saying that correctly. Koyo? It's a Koyo? Koyo. Yeah. Uh, Just watching them, watching videos of them playing live, like throughout even these last like six months, it's just wild. Do you you believe the debate was do they play over, is the choice to put them over military gun the right choice? In California mm. at this moment, or because I was beating Madison up outside about some of these choices, like spy plane first is an absurdity, like that's wrong, you know. And, and, but with festivals, you get the thing where they're like, "Well, we want people there early." That's it. that was his rationalization. I I said nice cope, but the the uh, it, do do you think because Coyo just did the knock loose course? Sorry, we're getting really granular here. Coyo uh, just did the knock loose tour and l- truly killed it. Like ran away with the fucking show for a lot of people, impressed a lot of people. Military Gun though is a great California band at this moment. Who do you, who That's do you right. who do you put over who for this? Sometimes you got to go back to the who's been a band longer conversation. Yeah. That could sometimes. Oh, I think that's actually that's actually amazing because I think they're both pretty equal. COVID. They're both COVID bands. B- both began during COVID and then started playing shows in a I was time blown frame. away when Ian was like, the band has been a band for one year. And it was yeah, like yesterday. Right? I was like, it's crazy. Oh, it's yeah. Crazy. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, three, three EPs yep. and a lot of touring yep. in and, one year. And, and a new and, LP coming and, very and, soon. And, and an LP that's done. Yep. And uh, gossip, gossip Time, a uh, bigger offer from labels than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. How so about the this? question is, I, does Koyo yeah. carry over the kids who came and saw them and knock loose? And it's, I actually think they do. It's more common to see. are really amazing because they sponge in and like younger age group and they'll be like, yeah, fuck yeah. And you'd go knock loose and Koyo. That's not some natural sonic fit, but I think they have an audience that really will take to it. So I think they will bring them along. I have another answer. Speed. Mm. Oh, so for those of you that don't know, Speed is going to win over a lot of. Pat's from Australia now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're a local act for me. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, local. <laughs> so uh, I said that you're like they're from across the country. I'm they're the same three thousand miles away. Yeah, whatever. but but uh, they're gonna they're gonna take they're gonna take the, the the a lot of hearts in the same way that I'm trying to think of stuff in the past that has just really like come out of nowhere for a lot of either mm-hmm. Americans or for this scene. But that we talked about sand. Sand. Sand's a good a example from the other one. Different sa- group of people, though. That's like basement. S- well, they came to the ba- states. So basement uh, base, at basement Sound and Fury 2012. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I think did that. Yeah. Um, okay. What what else we got? Oh, uh, right, keep your fucking hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. We to Patrick has a burner zero, phone, zero, so zero. I don't even know if he has internet on. Do you have internet on that phone? Yeah. You want to oh, look yeah, at my hair? There you go. Look at that. Yeah. Let's look at that. Okay, uh, I, I'm not going to say this out loud, but I beat Madison up. There's a band that's entirely too high. We won't say who that is because it's disrespectful. There's two bands that are entirely too high. Ooh. Ah, uh, oh. And there's a couple that are too low. Anxious, too low. Uh, Soul Blind is a tough position. I don't think you can do anything. Oh, you guys better. like Soul Blind? Yeah. All right, yeah. Fuck so yeah. So Soul Blind will be my answer, okay? Uh, and I think it's 
almost impossible to figure out where to put them. I think they're incredible. I think so. Military gun and soul blind are my answers. I think that um, military gun. I'm excited to see what they do between now and their LP, and then what they do right when their LP comes oh, out. Because they have such good live energy That's that it fair. can really come along. Uh, Soul Blind is weird because the world they play, like, so they're playing the Super Heaven show tomorrow. Super Heaven, shout out. Um, Super Heaven, Anxious, Soul Blind, The Berries, right? That's a fucking killer show. Soul Blind could also play with fucking heavy bands. Like, when they get up there, those guitar riffs are heavy, and I think that is a band who, if their LP kills it, they're going to just, like, sky's the limit. So I think they could steal the show. I know where Pat's going. Uh, do, do you? Where, where is it? Tell us. Tell us. You go. You tell us where Pat's going. Tell me where you're going. Tell, no, tell him where he's going. You're going to Lawyer Town. I'm going oh, to, I'm, he's going to yeah. he's going to lawyer. To, yeah. We're in the trenches. You're on the bench. Yeah, like, we're, we're 25 eight over here. Uh, when when shit gets real, you go to Lawyer Town. Um, so here's a question for y'all: between Gridiron and Pillars of Ivory, is kind of like the uh, Fahrenheit 451 maximum penalty, like New York hardcore, like Crown of Thorns, Puerto Rican guys with book bags. Like, is is that? Is that having a moment again? Is this going to be a thing? Because I'm not mad. I think that that'll be a fucking fun era. You know what I mean? How much rap do you like in your hardcore? Okay, yeah, yeah. Brittany asked that. Answered that. Um, okay. We got uh, regional justice center fans out there. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. If you want the real, like behind the curtains, axe to grind. There's a lot of gridiron talk, a lot, and so me and Pat uh, really, really, really they like love gridiron. I like it. I it is the uh, most rapping I like in my hardcore. Really, I only like rap in my hardcore bands if the singer also is a professional uh, fisherman. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which, it's like Slayer riffs with rap over it. Who doesn't like that? Yeah, it's a good it's it's a good moment. So somebody just volunteered. Okay, so we're, if we are uh, trying got a few to keep minutes. Keep Anybody else moving? got any good stuff that you've always wanted to hear us talk about or questions about the show that you've never heard us answer? Give us something. Your favorite current non-hardcore band. Oh, shit. All right. So Tom, Imagine Dragons. Patrick, Imagine Dragons. <laughs> 21 yeah. Pilots. Yeah. Shit. Uh, favorite current non, non-hardcore band. Tom, Jeremy, kick us off. Favorite oh current band. Are we looking out of Spotify? Can you yeah, vamp? Oh, see these guys with fucking Spotify. I'm putting my phone down. Favorite current non-hardcore band. Is Rush current? No. No. I only listen to hardcore. I have what, no, uh, what doesn't? No, what? Um, self Defense Family? No, hardcore. No. Now you're hardcore? When did, all right, when did Self Defense Family slash end of year stop being hardcore? Uh, 2007. Uh, no, probably 2000. I'm going to say, you know what? I 2013. Think, uh, your Judas EP. That's your last hardcore record. I don't even with remember Self-defense. That. Is that uh, You snitch bastard Judas. They gave you proper tools to do this. Uh, it's the um, Immaculate Heart or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, okay. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, that's so a good record. That was like 2010. All right. 2010. So, so, so uh, <laughs> this is not a cop-out. I don't... My favorite non-hardcore band is Podcast. Yeah. I, I realized the other day how maladjusted I was because... Uh, is Mac in the building right now? Yes, so, he is. So we have a friend that tours with these kind of like... Kind of like almost stadium indie, you know. What oh, I mean? Incubus still plays shows. I'm going to go see Incubus in a while. And, so. and I did not know a single one. Do you know the Marias have their own food, like their own taco? And I did not know who they were. You know what I mean? Does anybody know what the Marias is? Oh, I feel good. I'm fine. Whatever. Guys, kick us off since you're more, you know, more musical than us. All right, my answers were always the same. Okay. I say Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers. No, no, no. Uh, Lucy Dacus. You turned on her? 
No, I don't really. I don't love the new Phoebe record as much as I like the one before. That's yeah, trash. Mm-hmm. Stranger mm-hmm. in the Alps, incredible record. Okay. I'm going Lucy Degas. Number one is always Julian Baker. Julian always Baker. Julian oh, wow. Baker. Okay. Number two, I know. Oh, wow. You want to go see her tomorrow? You want to go tomorrow? Um, and then uh, Lucy Dacus, the new Lucy Dacus record, mm-hmm. is fucking okay. incredible. So okay. that's my two. That's those are my go-to's. Or okay. like Get Up Kids, if I, like, yeah, I just need stuff. comfort music. Do we want to do story of Get Up Kids? Like the, for yeah, yeah, as an fine. episode, yeah, sure. Like one of those ones I did with like story of rise and fall. We have that on the table. All right, can we do that? All right, we'll do that. Sure. Bell and Sebastian has always been one of my favorite bands. They put out a new record that's uh, oh. half of it's great, and for a band that's been around that long, it's pretty good. All right, so I want a question: Is Quicksand a hardcore band? Yeah. Okay, you guys give me that answer. All right, uh, is is uh, Turnover a hardcore band? No. no. Okay, I like I like the the the. Turnover record two records ago. I like that a pretty good amount. Um, I, lo- I we the love for the berries is very authentic. So sometimes we do those reads, and I hope you can see like, oh, you're just reading the description of the record off the website. What's going on? The berries love is real. I think that's a great band. Um, oh, that's about it. Yeah. It's Any a, other music no, we're not talking music. about? Yeah. Um, I hate music. <laughs> that's a, yo, that's a, do we want to get to games? Are we going to game? I don't think people? we even have enough time for games. What time do we have? You guys want to play a game? I prepared. He prepared a game. I prepared. Okay. How much time do we have? One minute. <laughs> One minute. Okay. Are you serious? All right. We, wait, we, wait a minute. Spotify game. How will? Oh, okay. <laughs> we can do that. All right. We can do that. Jeremy literally prepared. So we're going to record it and do an episode. What's that? Know. Hold on. Let me, let me, if I can interrupt you, brother. Uh, I wouldn't normally second guess you. Madison said we could go to 11. Is that possible? All right, All right we're good. doing it. All right, we got All 16 right. minutes. We got it. Let me pull up. So the game, everybody, it's a game. It we're doing a Spotify game. game or we no, doing no, no, no. We're going to do my game since right. Jeremy prepared. And you guys should have prepared. But uh, yeah, I didn't really prepare. He really did prepare. Did you write it down? Wow. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find this. I, I <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right, or, whose office did you go into to print that out? So, guys, the game. This is one of these games. Now, this one, unlike a lot of games... If you've listened to Action Ground, you've heard us do games. What happens every time we play a game? Who wins? Why does Tom win every time? Cheats. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't cheat. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait, we got a smarter. smarter. All right, you get a free t shirt. Okay. um. Patrick grew up drinking PCBs. That's what it is. There's too much lead. He's a Pisces. Patrick freezes up on a spot. I don't know who I was talking to, but I said, man, his standardized testing... Oh, it was Jeremy. I was like, I wonder what your standardized testing was like. Look, try to catch me in a lie. It's the most awkward thing in the world because I'm not fast on my feet. I'm just like, I don't know. You, you hear us. We can, we, can have, we can have snap conversations, but then I, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, it's a game, and I'm like, oh, what's your dad's name? He's like, oh, oh, oh Jim? Jim, it's Jim. 100%. It's fucking weird. Um, so... Uh, the game, I gave them time to prepare. As you can see, one of three did, definitely prepared. Oh, my, dude, Jeremy's got paragraphs for each one. It's well, so here's, here's how the game goes. I wanted to level the playing field so everybody could get some time to think, and Patrick wouldn't be caught off guard by the question about hardcore. It's like when you make Fortnite easy. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is on easy mode. Uh, the game is describe a hardcore band without using any music descriptors, okay? So, like, you can't say, like, oh, Phonetic you know, drums. You can't yeah, say... Yeah, yeah, you can't say, oh, Chain of Strength, it's a California minor threat with, you know, but no mosh parts. Um, so we've got some... Does that, it's a simple enough concept, right? So this is the fun part, and it's only fun if you guys participate. 
Um, each person's going to give their answers. Then we're going to go, okay, who thinks Patrick's answer is the best? And you'll make a bunch of noise. Who thinks Tom's answer is the best? You'll make a bunch of noise. Who thinks Jeremy's answer is the best? And you'll make a lot more noise probably. Um, so you, you'll vote advantage. with your volume. So vote with the volume. You guys ready? Or should we do this and let the crowd guess who we're talking about? That's tough. That's too tough. tough. Okay. That's too tough. It's too tough. We can't okay. pivot like that at last minute. All right, got it. Um, <laughs> Tom has a list pulled up, so I'm just going to read them in random order. Uh, Come on. I know. <laughs> negative approach. Describe negative approach without using any music descriptors. Patrick, start us off. Okay. Uh, back of house worker drops something on foot. <laughs> Okay, okay. Jeremy. Negative approach. Check it out. (laughs) They sound like the angriest man in the world who was just given the incorrect order at his least favorite burger place. Oh, that's really good. Okay. All right. Tom, negative approach. Uh, A shark yelling syllables. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Okay. Everybody, who is voting for Patrick? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. That was pretty good. Who is voting for Jeremy? <laughs> who is voting for Tom? Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, Andrew and Hunt, you guys help me. I think Patrick won that one. Every one of you. Patrick, 1-0. You're in the lead for the first time. This is what winning feels like, you giant fucking loser. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. It it, it feels good. Every time he steps into the building. All right. um, The next one, I have to literally... I think it goes far down the list, but I'm in trouble. All right. right. Um, Without using any music descriptors, Jeremy described title fight. Swimming with your best friends at the secret lake you found last summer in rural Pennsylvania. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Tom, describe title fight. Uh, Flannels and winter hats in the summer. (laughs) I'm going to say being 19 at Denny's after a show. Pretty good. All right, everybody. Let's hear some votes. Who thinks Jeremy was the best? It's very poetic. Who thinks that Tom was the best? Did I win that one? They're trying. No, no, but they're trying. Patrick. Who thinks Patrick was the best? They don't like that one. They didn't like that one. Very clearly, Jeremy takes the win. All right, all right. Jeremy won. Patrick won. Tom, you haven't hit the board yet. No. We'll get you. Tom, no. you are going to kick us off without using any music descriptions. Can we? Jeez. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can do the first one. Uh, describe, how he cheats. Con- describe to me converge. A box of cats falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. In the best way possible. Patrick. Like the tightest box of cats you've ever. How uncomfortable does a tight box of cats sound? That sounds terrible. Patrick, describe to me. Converge. Homeless woman loses control of shopping cart. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Jake. Jeremy, 
That's good. That's there. That. But it wasn't wrong. Jeremy, describe to us one of your favorite bands, Converge. Uh, All right. This is page two. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scroll. Uh, if a pterodactyl had a screaming match against a semi-truck driving over a rumble strip. Perfect. Ah, that's, that's very good. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. That would be in the very catalog. Who thinks that Tom's was the best? No. Tight cats, tight cats, tight cats. Yeah, Tom's pretty good. Uh, Patrick Russell, Isaiah, came on. One of my very favorite Californians, Jeremy. All right, so, so it is two one zero. Tom, I quit. You quit. Don't don't quit. Don't don't quit. You're in this. You're still in this. I'm like the kid on PS4. I'm going to turn it off now. Oh. <laughs> um, someone out there, Patrick, you're going to start us off without using any music descriptors. Please describe to me twitching tongues. Oh fuck! Uh, I'm on their home turf. Um, they might actually be here too. So be yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw them around sometime. Um, I left early. Okay. Well, if they left early, then get out of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is I'm there, gonna, I'm is there a, a young I'm, in the house? I'm going to say... Uh, They're not here. They left. Uh, the beginning of the Lorenzo Lamas show, Renegade. <laughs> That's good. I would say just how Lorenzo Lamas' hair looks. Yeah. Right? Uh, Tom. Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is it that does uh, uh, the Reigns of Castamere? Somebody in the audience knows. The indie band who did Reigns of Castamere. Oh, you guys don't you don't like Game of Thrones? All right, I think it's Maria's. Yeah, yeah, no, Jeremy. <laughs> Negative approach. Uh, two brothers taking genuine influence from bands people mostly pretend to like, so they could wear three hundred dollars secondhand <laughs> shirts to, as a flex. <laughs> two brothers, twin brothers. All right, all right, everybody. That's uh, a win. Volume, if you think that Patrick's is the best. All right, respectable. Volume if you think Tom's is the best. Okay. Right. Volume if you think that Jeremy. Very good. All right. He's, he's back in it. Is this it two, is two? A, it is two two. This is the tiebreaker. I'm this is see the last one. Out of this one and You're gonna we, sit out. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, this we got is seven minutes. We can do all okay, the stuff we can, after this. Okay. Um, let me pick one that's good. Okay. All right. We don't uh, talk about turnstile enough. We don't talk. We don't. Have, has anyone even heard of that band? They're kind of a new thing. Um, uh, uh, Jeremy, would you please tell me, without using any music descriptions, what turnstile sounds like? Uh, a Keith Haring painting personified the sound of acceptance that's been embraced by late night television. <laughs> Very good. I like that. And Patrick, describe it, turnstile. Okay, I'm going to say it's uh, wearing. Uh, a, a neon tank top driving a top-down top Jeep. Uh, Is that Jeep bra? With, no, keep going, keep uh, going. Uh, opening a, a multicolored trapper keeper uh, um, uh, full of what's inside the trapper keeper, Bob? Stickers. Oh. Uh, let's say uh, uh, Choco Taco recipes. Choco Taco recipes. All right. All right, everybody. Who thinks that Jeremy's answer was the best? I'm, I'm pulling for you, brother. Who thinks that Patrick's answer is the best? Oh, okay, we got some enthusiasm. All right, you know what? We're taking it to another one. Right now, Jeremy, you're up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, up. two. He's up. All right, so we got one. This is Patrick's chance. We always, you might know, we try to get Patrick a win here. We're yeah, trying to get I him a win. Really it's, it's been too many. Um, Patrick and Jeremy, you're going to start at Jeremy. Please describe to me 
how does the band Gorilla Biscuits sound? Mm. Ah, okay. Uh, New York City kids hopping turnstiles to make it in time for the CBGB's matinee. Okay, yeah, okay, that's good. That's very, very on. Patrick, what does tur- what does Gorilla Biscuits sound like? A 19-year-old who has accepted his hair loss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeremy's. All right, and Patrick's. All right. All right, and this is the last one. This is for all of the Axe Grind Marbles. Can I suggest it? Yes. God. No, no, tell me. I want to hear what you guys want to have to say about Infest. That's the one. That's the one. There you go. Patrick starts us off. Patrick, describe to me Infest. Failing a breathalyzer. <laughs> Jeremy. If you shoved a whole sandwich in your mouth and proceeded to call a horse race. <laughs> Everybody, Patrick's answer. Thank you. Thank you. Every, everybody, Jeremy's answer. I think it's a tie. Uh, Jeremy took that one. I think we go to the, it's a tie. I don't know, he, he pulled it out. Yes. Yes. Love it. Oh, no. Go. What do you got? Indecision. Okay. 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 This is up to you guys. <laughs> this is the tiebreaker on the volume. So next time, just pick one. You can't. I know some of you were clapping for fucking both. What are you doing? Pick a side. All right. All right. Can I, I have, can I sit out at this one? Yeah, you're sitting out. Don't All worry. Right. You're out. You haven't prepared. No. Neither is Patrick. Yeah. Nice. Okay, this is... But he's clearly good on his feet. I am not. He's really bad. We, we'd yeah, established this. I'm usually this. quite bad, yeah. Quite bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But I he has thought that. about this in, in private. So, yeah, what does indecision sound like? <laughs> A band that was the best with one particular voc- uh, vocalist. Oh! oh! We have a winner! <laughs> Patrick, do you want to go in? The truth is real. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Large Jockey Fights the Gang from Death Wish 2. <laughs> Tom's Lord. unsure to how to take that. Everybody, Jeremy's fights. answer. <laughs> Patrick's confusing answer. <laughs> it is shocking turn of events. I don't even know what he said. Patrick has won. Congratulations, you Patrick. Sa- you, sound like, you sound like you might be a small man, but you're a big man. I'm a man and, of and larger character. And to close character. out, Hans, join us on the stage. We will be prank calling Rob Fusco for the next three to six hours at our house. Let us know. Um, all right, yo, in all seriousness, we got like uh, two minutes left. Anything else you want us to talk about? Any questions? Any? Nothing. Ru- I don't believe so, but it may be. Yeah, if you're a regional justice center, make sure you're there and enjoying it. I think they're in a really cool perfect. place on the show. Be there for it. It's awesome. Great band. Great, great band. Um, Where's Sean Duty? Sean Duty is not subject. here. Not here. There was some some kerfuff in there the car lies. over. There was some talk of getting Slander. him on FaceTime. Uh, Patrick offered to pay for him to come out, but then would not accept the responsibility of having being, him hanging being out. Being his concierge. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, Yo, uh, in all seriousness, thank you, everybody who came out. This was super fun, uh, more fun than we could have imagined. Most thank you to our friend Jeremy for joining us. Please give a hand for Jeremy. He is in a band you may have heard of, Touche Amore. They're a very good band. You should check them out. Um, And thank you to everybody for joining us. You witness history. Pat won. Yes! Good night.
Thank you, everybody. Thank you. That was awesome.